guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody has got a body like me, but I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play, cause I play them too. Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. to the Malcolm Go podcast. It is September 12th, 2018. Tyler and Tony back here again. What's up, Ty? Not too much tone. Just coming off a nice Patriots W. A nice big W. That's, that is, of course, Jacksonville's own remarkably talented Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit. It was incredible we got them in studio to play that. You, you, you can get them pretty cheap these days. I was, I'll tell you what, I was a big Limp Bizkit guy back in the uh, late 90s. 98, call me the backwards red Yankees hat. Oh, they came on strong. I, w- I wouldn't wear the Yankees hat colors. I would get a Red Sox hat, but I'd get it red, put that shit backwards, dye my hair blonde, and I'd just rock the shit out to uh, hot dog flavored. Wood. They had an album called Hot Dog Flavored Water and Starfish or something. I can't remember it. It was uh, I can't, I can't remember, guys. I can't remember. Um, they literally have fallen off more than any band that's ever fallen off. There's nothing more '90s than looking at a video of Fred Durst jump around with <laughs> West Borland. <laughs> know who I fucking hate along this uh, same type of band? The Beastie Boys. I feel like they're the most. What? Oh, I just. I, I can't it. believe it. Fucking brass monkey. We get it. What's up, son? I saw. I know. I'm a big fan of you saying that. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Sabotage. They were, they were, they were like, they were like Run DMC level awesome. Fucking uh. late eighties, early nineties, historic hip hop Beastie Boys. I don't get. I mean, going back to Brooklyn is one of the worst songs I've ever oh, heard. See, in my I'm life. so far on the other end of the <laughs> spectrum with you that I can't. I think even... it's this is our slight age difference. No, I would. Yes, I think you it's remember this... them. They, to me, they were just like they could have been any time period. You remember them coming out. I, d- I remember mm-hmm. fuck, watching the music videos as like uh, an early child, probably like six, seven years old, watching, uh, watching. Why can't I think of the word? Uh, no sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, Got to fight for your right to party. Yeah. Oh. I sound like such an old white man. <laughs> Got to fight for your. I think it's fight for your right to party. Uh, anyway, so that's a big win. Um, I don't think people are giving them a, as much credit as they deserve because that is a top defense in the a- in the NFL. Oh, it's a top defense. They absolutely handled them. It, I mean, it, that game, it was closer than what the game was. They dominated the entire game. It was mistake after mistake by the Patriots, which you kind of – I guess you kind of expected it. You didn't think that they were going to go in there and play perfectly, but three turnovers, uh, four yeah. – you know, I think they fumbled three times. A bunch. Burkhead, Gronk. Yeah. Gronk, I couldn't believe Gronk fumbled. Yeah. That was surprising. Um, just, but they pay, They played better than oh, the Texans yeah. played. Right. 
No, I was going to say and Brady threw two picks, but no, he only threw that he, one pick that got tipped. And then Riley McCarron got hit in the face with the— That was awful. And then got cut immediately. Thank ne- God. He's off the team. They didn't yeah. even sign him back to the practice squad. Uh, no, but I was thinking the play that Jeremy Hill got hurt on was a pick, but it wasn't a pick. It was just a fumble downfield. It was downfield. Gronk's super fumble, yeah, yeah, that he threw 30 yards. I just—you expected them to play a little rough. I That's why I kind of was—I was teetering on the Texans winning that game. But I think that the defense really played much better than I expected. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson, I think, played worse than I expected, too. He couldn't I, hit a pass. Yeah, it wasn't that. I mean, their defense is good. I'm not really that impressed with that offense. What did uh, Gilmore absolutely shut down Hopkins? He had a lot of catches, but nothing that was, like, crazy. And No they, big plays. No, no, like, there weren't any 30-yard bombs or no. anything like that. I mean, he made, you know— Eight-yard catches, eight yeah. y- and that's it. I mean, I think they were keeping him in front of him for the most part. And yeah. it, there was no other option. He had no, nobody else. And no. Will Fuller was out. They had, like, Ryan Griffin or whatever. Lamar Miller had the biggest biggest game. And yeah, he played well. Uh, the rush defense was the only thing that I was kind of panicking about. But I still – I Jawan Bentley showed up. Bentley played – he's good. He's going to be really good. Yeah. He, and he plays on three downs. I mean yeah. – um, Yeah, he's he's the real deal. My some of my concerns going into the game were the wide receiver depth. I think that that showed up a little bit. Um, I think that it was great to see the breakout of uh, Philip Dorsett. Dorsett looked good. I mean, there his touchdown pass that he caught. He yeah. ran a great route. Classic Patriot yeah. uh, move. You know, inside leverage by the cornerback and just break out immediately yeah. when he hit the uh, the back line and Brady throws it before he's even broken. He's quick. Yeah, he's really he's quick. quick. I think. They're, show, they're showing why he was a first-round receiver yeah. uh, and, and putting him in a position to win. He caught all seven targets. It was seven for seven for, like, yeah. 70 yards. Not, he didn't have any big ones, but that's all you need is just to, uh, to pick up the first-down guys. And people are uh, – I feel like Hogan, uh, there's, like, a lot of talk about him not having a great game. He was a little bit he of a disappointment. Was, yeah, he didn't play great, but they, he didn't really run any routes that – I mean, all the balls he got were just forced downfield to keep the defense honest. Yeah. Like, they were trying to go for pass interference. They were – he was never really open. He didn't really – he's Which not that type of receiver. He's not going to beat a good cornerback by himself. He's going to get open. He needs to work with other people. Yeah. He, he was wide open on the play. There was a play they both ran, like, a hook route, like a, like a quick out. Basically, and yeah. and Dorsett was right in front of Hogan, and Hogan was like ten yards deeper than him, and was wide open. And Dorsett caught the ball, and I don't think it was intended for him. He kind of like jumped and, and dove it, yeah. and, and stretched for it. Um, I don't know if that was a design play, if it was a mistake, but they both ran the exact same route five yards away from each other, and uh, Hogan would have got like forty yards on it. Um, Gronk was just that was one of level. his best games. On another level. Yeah, it, it was almost like it, as good as that Pittsburgh game he had last year. You go, he, in games like this, when especially when you're depleted on offense, when you're missing someone, Brady has always, since forever, from the beginning of time, finds his one guy and zeroes in on him, and he fucking pumps balls into him. Like yeah. He threw four balls that have never been no. thrown. That one that he caught that was over the like to end the half to end the half, which shouldn't have been like looked like it wasn't a catch. No, was uh, it for sure an wasn't outrageous a catch throw. Like there was two guys draped on him. One, both of Gronk's not even looking. No, and the ball like hit him in the chin, or he wouldn't have caught it. Like, basically, like he put it right on his chin. And then Bill O'Brien goes after the game. He goes, "It's not my job to call timeout to help them to do their job." It's like, no, that's ex- exactly what your dumb. <laughs> you're fucking the head job. coach. Yeah. You have all the jobs. Yeah. 
You're literally the head of all the jobs. It's forever they call timeout, yeah. especially in that situation where the Pats are driving what, yeah. what seems like easily down the field. Even if you have to burn a timeout just to, you know, let your defense settle down for a second. Relax. I they mean, didn't, you, he didn't, not only did he not call a timeout, they just scored. You know Brady's like going to score a touchdown. Yeah. At least you could get your defense a breath. In the end of the half with two timeouts. Yeah. Like, you fucking you, just, you so can't dumb. bring him with you, Bill. Yeah. You can't bring him with you. No. Um, I thought Chris Hogan needs to be better. He's gonna, this week, he's going to need to be better than what he showed last week. I mean, the secondary in Houston isn't nearly as good as what you're going to see in Jacksonville. They have a better— I forgot they had the honey badger Yeah, Houston. He actually had a good game. He had. He, was, he, got, he recovered— a fumble and he got an interception. Yeah, a bunch of tackles. Like, yeah, yeah he looked good. Yeah, he's a stud. And, I mean, uh, they have him at safety, uh, but their corners are that depleted rookie. a bit. Yeah, that young kid, that first round pick, it's like that good. Yeah, yeah they're they they were good. I mean, the offensive line played dominated. Outstanding. That Trent Brown absolutely shut down J- Jadavion Clowney. Oh, it was crazy. Again, Cannon on Watt. I mean, it's like, it's what? become a yearly thing where Marcus Cannon shuts out JJ Watt. Yeah. What you happened to Cannon there. in the second half? I think they would just keep him on a pitch count because he was um, – He didn't really play. Because he missed the uh, the preseason. He, has, he didn't show up on the injury report. So that's what everybody's saying is he just sh- he just uh, was on a pitch count, basically. He wasn't playing the entire second half because of it. Yeah, because Watt didn't make a play in the first half. He was making plays on Le- Adrian Waddle, and that was it. Yeah, and then Waddle – and then Cannon comes out, and then he start- He got a sack. He got some other bullshit. It's but. become a weird thing where Le- uh, Marcus Cannon went from – one of the biggest busts, like, yeah. t- was no, uh, sh- terrible. He had an AFC championship game where he let Von Miller walk around him. Yeah, that uh, – In Denver. Without he had, like, a thousand hits Shinecchia, on Brady. that's why. Yeah, it was the year without yeah. Dante Scarnecchia. So, he had – it's amazing that a offensive line coach can make you a, an all-pro, basically. A pro, it, it's an, the it next year. It made you from a fucking zero that shouldn't even be on the NFL football field to, like, an all-pro right tackle. Yeah. All pro right, a solid left tackle. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's weird. They turned Trent Brown, who was like a seventh round pick, right tackle in San Francisco, into just completely ev- just took out Jadavian Clowney yeah. from the game. Completely, he didn't even get near Brady. He was fucking running into him like he was a wall. They even it was right after J.J. Watt got a sack too. It was third and fifteen, yeah. and they ran the ball. Do you remember that play? They ran it right like J.J. Watt comes flying upfield like Channel Jones style, like yeah. Five years, just straight pat. They just one hand push him out of the way, and then he goes and they they run like a fourteen. They almost got the first down on third and fifteen, running the ball. Really, they I don't remember that at all. Yeah, maybe right getting a beer at the time. Yeah, I just remember because Watt made the play, and they talked about how good Watt is. And the next play, they just expose him, just, just walk right by him. Yeah. yeah, they they game plan that. Obviously, they game plan. It's like they do they do that to Quay Matthews all the yeah. time too. So they're gonna they're gonna have to do it next this week coming up too against they have. Probably a better pass rush than the Texans. You or think? As good, anyway. I mean, they, the there's three guys on Houston that are dominant. You got Merciless, Clowney, and Watt. And then you got some other good guys. But on Jacksonville, you got, uh, what's his name? Calais Campbell, Yannick Ngakwe, Marcel Darius. Their whole Darius fucking defensive fucking line is stacked. Uh, Crazy. They got that new kid, Taven Bryan, from uh, Florida. And they get mild. Their whole their front seven is one of the best I've ever seen. Right, yeah, yeah. Marcel Darius is a monster. Yeah, that their, guy is huge. Their defense, Jacksonville's defense, is stacked from top to bottom. Yeah. All Dar- eleven players are Pro Bowl. Or the only thing that's weak on them is their safeties. That's the only thing that's weak. Yeah. And 
Darius reminds me of a Warren Sapp minus getting caught for banging hookers and at the I Super Bowl. I think he is like that type of guy, though. I think he is the type of <laughs> guy that just gets Warren caught Sapp. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just a Warren Sapp type guy. Yeah. That's why Buffalo traded him because he was out. I don't know what he did. I know he did something wrong. Maybe he had guns. Maybe I'm just making that up, but I'm pretty sure that he did something. <laughs> I mean, odds are. Yeah, I mean. And the going off NFL players. Yeah, mo- most of them carry guns. Gronkowski yeah. has guns, for Christ's sake. Yeah. He got them stolen from himself. <laughs> and got robbed. He got robbed, oh, and they he, took, he like. a ton of guns from him. But they took guns, and they took his uh, his coin collection. If you had to pick a guy that had, like, he had, like, vintage coins. <laughs> if you think of, do you think, when you see Rob Gronkowski, do you think coin collector? No. I don't think a collector of anything except for fucking girls' numbers. They got my entire book of 1946 stamps. God damn it. For crying (laughs) out loud. That was a Benjamin Franklin headed nickel. Uh, Um, Can you imagine his face when he first found out that they took his coin collection? I would have, first of all, anybody in the house would have been like, You have a coin collection? (laughs) You were, it was. It should have got stolen. That's why he has the guns. What are you, a for child? <laughs> You're a child collecting them. Like my, my little brother collected, all, when all the, fi- the state coins came out, he, he collected all 50 of them. Or didn't even get to it, because it, uh, it took like 10 years yeah. for them to come out. So he got I to like the first eight states. He's like, fuck this lame bullshit. I, I had that same thing, the blue like, book that folds yeah. it in half, and you can plug him into where the... Yeah, Maybe I had the same thing I got to about Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> I would have got to Massachusetts and quit. I'm like, I, now I need this money yeah. for fucking ice cream. I took all the coins out, and I went to the Stackpole concession stand. Yeah. The best cheeseburgers of all time. Got to respect it. Any, rival. any Little League... Uh, concession stand always had the best fucking cheeseburger. I used to get them after Little League. Yeah, Elks had good cheeseburgers. Put them on the world's greasiest flat top exactly. grill that they don't. W- they haven't washed in fifteen uh, years, decades. <laughs> yeah, just too busy watching the the Mets play the Dodgers outside. <laughs> fucking twelve year olds, a six inning game, go 40, 44 hours straight. Um, so the defense looked a whole lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be. Same old, same old first four uh, first four weeks. The defense is kind of like figuring it out type bullshit. But the defense seemed to be locked in from start to finish. They I were mean, almost too deep on the front four. Yeah. It's like because Van Noy has to play a lot of outside linebacker. And then you mix in Flowers, Wise. Flowers had a great game. He was like Trey Flowers is a monster. Yeah, he's, he's the real deal. He's so strong. It's crazy for how small Him he's. and the one thing I was surprised by about the defense – um, was that Derek Rivers can't crack the top rotation. He's our top draft pick last year. He was an, a healthy scratch for Keontae Davis, who was a they, – they picked up two the same year as Derek Rivers as an un, undrafted free agent and had to sit out a year because he, like, broke – he had, like, a – I don't know. Something was wrong with his neck dislocated or something. That's always good. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> didn't think – but he's got the same body as Trey Flowers. Looks exactly Wait, like him Flowers, out there. Flowers – I mean, Rivers didn't dress this Didn't week? even dress. He I was he was a healthy scratch. Jesus. Which he looked good in the preseason. I don't yeah. get it. But I think Belichick loves this Davis kid. And Wise is real good. Yeah. The whole front four looks – Claiborne had a good game, too. That's what's making the defense look better than it did last year is the depth at defensive line, the front seven, and them knowing running the fucking actual defense. They're not running past the quarterback. They're not fucking around. These guys know how to play this defense now. Dietrich Wise is going to be your biggest second-year jump. He's going to be a 10-sack guy this year. He got, what, one and a half this game. Trey Flowers got one and a half. I mean, 
two Arkansas hogs yeah. coming in from each side of the defense. I mean, they the biggest signing of uh, preseason was Adrian Claiborne. He could barely crack the field. Yeah. And honestly, Butler is a monster, too. That big fucking— Up the middle. Yeah. The whole They're good. The, the, the front seven, you know, save from, like, maybe you could upgrade at linebacker, but you've got five out of seven— studs playing on the front front seven the and the secondary is every bit as good as anybody else they will have no guys who will be you know they're not going to talk about them on fucking the pro bowl or anything like that but they're all just legit solid players that run the defense how it's supposed to be run brian flores has these guys you know recognizing coverages recognizing the offense faster than they did last year you know they're like mid-season form in the first you know, the first game. I mean, that's just such a big advantage for the Patriots every year is that the first half of the year, they're already like, they have so much of their offense put in, so much of their, like, they're not, other teams have to like build up to get better, add Mo- more to their playbook. I mean, 50% of the teams are starting whole new regimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why teams like the Browns can never get good because no. they change coaches every three years. I honestly hate that more than anything. I hate the coaching change in the NFL. You hate it? I hate how, like, they're already talking about firing. Like Patricia. Yeah. <laughs> he has one bad game, gets blown out by a rookie quarterback, and they're like, well, you know what? They're going to have a mutiny over here because cause the, ve- cause the veterans at uh, – the, the veteran Detroit play, uh, players don't like working hard, basically, is what he says. Yeah, they don't like they don't practicing. Like, they don't like practicing hard, and they don't like rule, rules. So that's what you need. You need a guy – fucking somebody that needs to change the culture in dumb Detroit. That's why you haven't won anything in 75 years since you've been in the NFL. Yeah. There's a reason for it. It's the same with, like, when uh, I was watching Oakland. I was like, oh, my God. Gruden came out. I'm like, this might be the best coaching move of all time. They started good. I went to bed at halftime. I woke up. It was, like, 31 to 10. They got blown out. What was that, 30? The Rams are so ridiculously stacked. It's like there's no way anything good can come of it. I just – it's literally a failure if they don't win the Super Bowl by 21 points. I just think they're going to lose like three games in a row and the defense is going to start blaming the offense type thing. It's exactly like what happened with yeah. Seattle a couple exactly. of years ago. Yeah. It was like the, where the defense was just whole, just dominating and they'd win like 10 to 3 yeah. or something like that because the offense could barely score or they'd lose 14 to 12. And then the, after like uh, five weeks, the left tackle grabs one of the D-backs by the throats in the yeah, locker room. chokes him to that death. Always ha- Remember, the they, they, offensive line always loses it. They uh they tried to like there was a whole rumor in Seattle that that the defense was mad at Russell Wilson for not being black enough, thinking he was they were calling him an Uncle Tom. I was like, this team has unraveled. It was all because of the Marshawn Lynch, not uh you know the uh the pass in the end zone. My, Malcolm Butler literally killed the dynasty because that team would have yeah. won three Super Bowls at least. They would have won that one and probably the next one. They would have been they would have been they would have been close to being the first three-peat uh Super Bowl team. They were that good on defense. Yeah, because they lost that Carolina team, like right at the end. Yeah, in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, they really would have went on a fucking. They would have been close to winning, you know. And they that defense was fucking. It was lights. It looks like you couldn't get better at any position on that defense. They were stacked. Bobby right? Wagner was in his prime. It uh, was it was all all guys that they drafted like late. Yeah. Like Bobby Wagner's like a fifth rounder. Irving was. Richard Sherman was like a sixth rounder. Yeah. I mean, all these guys on cheap contracts that were just dominant. And, can't, and two of, like, the perfect safety combination. Earl Thomas might be the best free safety, and Chancellor was, like, the best strong safety. Yeah, and they were just killing people. Yeah. You couldn't throw on them. They had Brandon Browner, who was, like, 
the most notorious holder in the history of uh, cornerbacks, and he would get away with everything, yeah. and they just dominated everybody. That's kind of like how Jacksonville approaches it, too. It's They the just hold you so much that they eventually just stop calling Jacksonville you. Jacksonville is filled with... They've had they had they were like the Browns for a while where they had nothing but terrible seasons after terrible season, and they lost everybody, and uh, you know they lost they changed coaches twenty five times, and then they just kept picking first or second overall yeah. for like fifteen years, and now they just have this ridiculous defense of all first rounders. They they signed away they had all this money. Because they don't have a good quarterback, they didn't have good offensive players. They just built an entire defense off first off first round talent. It's become, you know, it's almost impenetrable. The it's, only thing they're missing is safeties. I'm telling you, it's almost like that's kind of like how the Patriots approach it, except they just get other people's first round picks yeah. after they are bust. Exactly. Like they, he, he, they go Nick's, searching. Remember, that guy was a that guy is good. Who remember was the past guy? Uh, Nick's the D tackle. Oh Hicks. Hicks. Keem Hicks. Yes, yeah. he was a stud. And, that and was he was one a first-round pick that was like a bust, and the Pats got him for like a fourth-round trade. and Was dominant, yeah. and then that was one of Belichick's uh, mistakes as a GM, letting him walk to yeah. Chicago. He got paid a, a decent amount, but I thought the Patriots should have matched it because yeah. he is better than Malcolm Brown. Yeah, and he, that's exactly Shelton. what they did. Yeah. And we still had easily at the time, too. That guy fucking – but uh, what about the wide receiver the Pats got? He was a first-round pick. Yeah, so it's, that's what I'm saying. So I, I've been bitching on Twitter – at Brady Disciple, at Malcolm Gopod. Um, just, you know, obviously, since the game was over, um, I was I was fighting with myself, trying not to, not to go overboard, but of course I did. And I was panicking about the wide receiver depth chart, especially coming into Jacksonville. Not that these guys are going to play, but I was like, they cut uh, Riley McCarron, which I expected, and then they cut that kid Chad Hansen that they got from the uh, Jets, who looked every bit a Patriots receiver. White frat house looking uh, date rape guy. Yeah, and he looked he looked like he'd fit in perfectly. I watched his college tape. I was like, "Yep, this is a Patriots receiver, all right." Looks like exactly like Chris Hogan. Just runs straight, doesn't do anything fancy. Just probably the the best thing about him is between his ears. You know, he's just smart enough. He can fucking figure out what an option route is. I was like, "All right, it'll take this guy five weeks, and then he's going to be in the Hall of Fame because he's going to know he's going to be Brady's next guy." I was like, then they cut him too, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So now I'm panicking. We have no fucking wide receivers. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you are one Philip Dorsett rolled ankle away from having Corderell Patterson as your number two wide receiver. Patterson, he looked all, like he looked all right for what he did, but he doesn't really. He can't really do that much. He is a fucking siren. He might as well wear a fucking red helmet because every single time he goes on the field, he's getting the ball. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing else. He he doesn't go out there to run patterns for somebody else to get open. No. He he runs jet sweeps or he runs uh, bubble screens. If he's that on the field, screen, they're throwing it to him. They're gonna have some play off that. Can he throw the ball? Because they're know. gonna have. Some, he's so good at that that they probably have like five plays coming off that, like, you know, fake screen, fucking go deep or yeah. Who knows? That's, I don't know if he can throw. That's high X's and O's right there. <laughs> Fakes, you can go deep. It's kind of a good you one. Know, it's above a lot you of the. Draw audience. that in the sand <laughs> yeah. prior to uh, above the audience's play. head. And I hate, sorry, folks. <laughs> Relax. This is a football podcast. <laughs> Talking X's and O's, boys. Um, so, yes, every single time he's on the field, I'm like, oh, Patterson's out there. They're gonna throw it to him, and it happens every single time. It's just or a dumb reverse sweep. I mean, they did that with Edelman. They did it with Cooks. 
They didn't do it, obviously. Last year was Cooks. The year before that was Edelman. Now it's going to be Patterson. So they're just going to run them. But it's blatantly obvious that every single time he's on the field, he's going to get the ball. It's like having in Pup Warner when you had like a fast running back and like a fat running back. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, here's the, the fast running back came in. They're going to run a sweep. Every the, time. And then the fat running back said, oh, they're going to run a dive up the A gap. It's yeah, four plays. Like, no, the defense knows everything. Give it time. It always work. Uh, yeah, yeah. I honestly, though, it was Brady just makes, like, third down, late in the game. They need a first down to keep the clock moving. And he throws a comeback uh, to the sidelines to Devlin. Right, and, and on he gets his the knees. first down. Yeah, and he taps his toes and fucking kind of falls out of bounds. It's like, but that shows you how pullback. how dire the fucking def- the wide receiver depth chart is. It does, but I don't think it matters. He's that going much. to a fullback with a neck roll, fucking eight <laughs> yards on a rollout. He f- had in the a fourth couple. quarter with three minutes left. <laughs> he had a couple good catches, Devlin. He can't he, be trusted. He has good hands. He was a fucking defensive end in the Arena League, <laughs> and you're throwing it to him in an NFL football I'm game. I'm telling you, I don't think it matters. Like. James White is a monster receiver. Again, another another problem. So you lose Jeremy Hill, who yeah. looked good, and he was going to be your he was going to be your big back, right? He was going to run up the gut. He looked real good too. Yeah, he had he ran hard, 18, fast. 18 yards on two carries, blocked a punt. Yeah, I mean he was going to be Brandon and Bolden and Mike Gillisley combined. Yeah, he was like Ridley, and so yeah. exactly who he is. Yeah, he was like Ridley, but he was going to play special teams Probably better. Too. Yeah. And he's going to play special teams, and he blows out his ACL, uh, recovering a, f- trying to recover a fumble that Gronk ta- does, yeah. trying to make a tackle. Um, oh, it was so obvious. You lose him. You sorry, you're like, all right, goodbye. And then now Sony Michelle's still injured, and then this morning I find out Rex Burkhead has a concussion. So you have James White, and that's it. You've got no <laughs> running backs left. Burkhead is always fucking hurt. That guy. He is. He's 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 becoming the injury prone running back that the Patriots hate to have and that I hate looking at. He's like early seasons Amendola where you look at him and you're yeah. like, he's just going to get hurt. He's yeah. just going to get hurt. You just know it's coming. Yeah. And just hope they're healthy. Who by used to be like 14? that? Steven Ridley used to be like that. He got hurt all the time. Um, I can't even remember, but he just, he's, he can't get a concussion. That is injury prone stuff. Concussion stuff is injury prone stuff. Like I don't, I never fault guys that like, blow out their ACL because I feel bad. Like, that's not something that you just happen. Like, muscle injuries, those are the type of shits that I yeah, get fucking really annoyed. Ha- your like, hamstring yeah. always being, like, so, like... That's what I call injury-prone. Yeah. Concussion, h- hamstring. Ankles are injury-prone. Like, yeah. Rogers always has this fucking dumb sprained ankle. Yeah, it's it's some of that shit that compounds. Over time, you learn how to fucking roll your ankle, so you yeah. just do it constantly. Um... So you're down to your wide receivers. Your depth chart is three players, two guys you signed off the street yesterday, or t- yeah, yesterday you signed two guys off the street, and then your running back is James White, and that's it. You got you signed Kenyon Barner today. Who's that? It's nobody. He's a fucking guy that was good at Oregon 15 years ago. I don't even know. He's just he's a career special teamer. Third, he's like a third down back type guy. He's here to, I think, return punts, basically. He played for the Eagles last year. And I mean, honestly. Like a kick returner, punt returner. I want to say it doesn't matter, but it actually kind of does matter. This there is no running back. you need back. your weapons against the Jacksonville. They can shut you down. I hate this game for many reasons. One, I don't think the wide receivers are near deep enough to fucking expose 
the the Jaguars zone. It, yeah, for some reason they made it seem so easy uh, against Houston, but they're gonna have to find a way to move the ball. And Houston, it's like this is where you need Edelman more than any other game of the year. Yeah, this just is just to this move the ball. He would have caught twelve balls for like one twenty and t- like. It's gonna help you a little bit this game because you're gonna have Gronk, but I, th- you, you know, Gronk got basically kill shotted in uh, the AFC Championship game. That was a direct, a, a fucking. Uh, they oh, code yeah. red on Gronkowski's yeah, helmet. God, he was out at halftime. Not even halftime. It was like the beginning. Yeah, it was, yeah. might have been the middle like, of the second quarter. They yeah. code redded him, and they he never came. They back. sent their corner to take him out on purpose, and nobody talks about it. <laughs> nobody talks about the fact that he deliberately helmet to helmeted him. You're getting tossed out of the game that this year for that. Good. They should have tossed him out of that game. They should have killed him on sight. You don't take out goddamn greatest football player you've ever seen because you're gonna you want to win the game. That's bullshit. That's fucking Bush League, New Orleans Saints era. Yeah, I don't like that shit. It was a, That's some West Lynn shit right there. Yeah, it is West Lynn shit. Yeah. Um, so, it's just... Corey Coleman, I watched a lot of film on the last, like, three days. And <laughs> he... I noticed the new uh, NER truck you have in the driveway. You like that? What's <laughs> yeah. wrong with it? You don't like no, it? No, I like it a lot. It's actually real nice, but I'm just... <laughs> You're, you must be breaking down hours of film. <laughs> so much office. film at work. You, know how much you have film? three computers going. So I got fucking in your office. three screens. I'm fucking busy. <laughs> one, of them's got, one of them's got email. The other two are fucking switching off from the all 22 film. Yeah. I got I to check you, out safeties. I got to yeah. check out. You know how many, t- how many hours I spend on up and coming wide receivers in the draft? I go through have 15. <laughs> I, yeah, I should have one of those clickers that yeah, Bill Belichick has. Yeah, the remote with the, with the fast-forward, pause, rewind, and the red light coming out of it. I need one of those things <laughs> where you can uh, draw on the screen, <laughs> the the Bellistrator. It's a exactly, Telestrator. Yeah. They call it a Telestrator. So I need one of those. So circle and coverages. Teach my yeah, uncle and my father. <laughs> well, they're at work, and they pop into my office. I can show them where the coverage is, yeah. where they're going, and watch why the why the cornerback is blitzing on third and long situations. Um so, yeah, I broke down quite a bit of film on Corey Coleman <laughs> this week. Um, uh, so I watched his whole Baylor highlight film. Why watched, wouldn't you? <laughs> watched almost every single reception he had at oh, Cleveland. He was a Baylor receiver two years ago? Two or three years ago. I think three. Yeah, because they were – that's when their quarterback was um, – I forget who they had. They had a great year. That's also – it's like right after Josh Gordon came out. Yeah, it Josh was like, Gordon was a monster at Baylor. He came out, and then this, and then this, had, and Coleman took over yeah, for him, basically. The last year before they got suspended, they had two more monster receivers. Coleman was one of them. Yeah, Coleman is, he seems like a malcontent. I'm going to be honest. He, um, not that I know much about him, but I know that in Hard Knocks, he basically had to get traded. He got demoted to the second team in Cleveland and had to get demoted. Yeah, but and he had to get traded. In, like those guys walk into a situation with like no structure nothing's going on they just yeah. kind of shrivel out and then they come here and they're just yeah he but lo- they just tell them what to do and they fucking do it and they do it great i never thought that the patriots would sign him i even tweeted i was like i think my tweet was something about, along the lines of belichick would have to be more pliable than a freshly uh massaged alex guerrero hamstring for them to change their policies on players but they did it before i mean they did it with Corey dillon they did it with um randy moss obviously all guys that were like considered like locker room cancers. I don't know if Coleman's even considered that, but I I feel like he is doesn't fit the mold of a Patriot receiver whatsoever. He's like a spread offense fucking tell them to run straight type guy. 
Well, that's tell him to run a flag pattern. You know what I mean, like in a big spread offense. It would be nice if he could run, if he could play on the opposite side of Hogan and kind of do just burn, just like a poor man's Brandon Cooks. That's all they need for Hogan to get open. It's some guy who can potentially make big plays that you kind of have to cover and have a safety watch over him because he's so good, and then Hogan can come across the middle and find those spaces. It's something like him doing that, something in between that, because I don't think that he's going to be able to learn the option routes and the ter- the verbiage no. of the offense. He's going to have to be – they're going to have to give him, like, five to ten plays a game. He's going to have to come to the huddle and be like, listen, you run an out and up here. Don't do anything. Just yeah. run an out and up. If the, Or if the safety's over here, you run a fucking – you run a stop and go. Who knows? It seems like Dorsett kind of figured that out. So yeah, if he but could it took him a slot, year. Yeah. So he didn't do he, shit last year. No. But if he can, if this guy can just be the other guy on the other side, that just kind of. Yeah. I have a feeling that this is a door. This is one of two things, right? Corey Coleman, he's a big name only because he was the 15th pick in the, in the NFL draft two years ago. He's a, so he's considered high talent. I watched his film. He's got every single attribute, attribute the Patriots would ever want. Um, I don't know if he's got the brain for it. He didn't play in that in college. I'm sure he didn't play in anything like that in high school. So he's got to figure it out. As he can, he's a year. He's a one week behind where Philip Dorsett was. You know, Philip Dorsett got got signed or traded at the cutdown line. So he's basically yeah, missing Brissette a week. Yeah, they traded Brissett that at the cutdown line. That turned out to be a great trade. Yeah, it's a great trade. Of course, it was a great trade. <laughs> Belichick stinks. Belichick the GM. Yeah. And they always want to talk about Belichick the GM killing Belichick the coach. That's a great trade. And they knew they were going to lose Cooks, so they went and got someone with the exact same forty time. Yeah, can, just give him a year to figure it out. Some yeah. guys aren't, yeah. They, did, they basically redshirted Dorsett and then let him play sparingly during the season hmm. and then broke him out this year. Yeah. It's a genius move. Yeah. And now they're going to – I don't know if they're trying to do that with Coleman. So either – it's one of two things, right? Either Coleman's not going to pick it up in one week and get cut or he's going to sit on the bench for eight weeks and – have some type of minimal impact. So he, he was just cut by the Browns? Or was he no, on he was traded spot? by the Browns to the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills cut him at... They basically... The Buffalo Bills took a hit of $3 million to cut him. Jesus. So they like well, they had to pay him guaranteed money to cut him. What the fuck? So I mean, that they, gives you no... That's oh, not good. It, it has to give you ze- almost zero confidence that he's going to come out here and perform at a high level but you never know belichick's been known to do it before I, he, this could be this could be an it seems to me like an akib to situation right even though he's put on he's put less good stuff on film than akib to did when he was yeah brought in by the he patriots saw he could do, yeah and Tlaib was obviously a little different he was like real good down in tampa he was just a head case which i think coleman might be and they're both like the 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 um the comparison I have is because of Akib Talib is because they're both from like Dallas area they're both like um you know kind of head cases um shitty like upbringings like I think I read in Corey Coleman his dad's in jail for like cocaine trafficking which Yikes. yeah he's you know so he was raised by his mother and went to Baylor I mean, and was pretty pl- good plenty of people get caught up in drug dealings down ah, all right sure. I don't know why you have to just so what if you're, you know, out of college, maybe selling a few drugs on the side? Some, yeah, when graduating magna cum laude and you're fucking shoving eight balls down yeah. sorority girls' necks. What are you going to do? I didn't think that was a big deal. When, uh, 
Oh, yeah, I forgot you did that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that fucked my whole day up. <laughs> now I got to, f- I can't even think of a sound for that. Yeah, Tyler, you should bring that up on the pod. Oh, I think we talked about it plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've gone through that uh, uh, backwards and forwards. Um, Corey Coleman also has problems with drops, and that's not going to uh, yeah, that's never give himself any any love from the Tom Brady uh, camp. I just He's not going to throw to you if you drop the fucking ball. I just think they're going to – I mean, this week is obviously a little different, but I think it's just so early in the season that there's no chance Jacksonville's defense is running as high of a level as the Pats' offense is already running. Like, I think the Pats' offense would tear apart the Pats' defense right now, even though the Pats' defense looks kind of good, just because it's so early in the season. Yeah. It's easier to get the offense where you need to be on defense to gel. Yeah, and it's it's funny that now that nobody even brings up the fact that Brady missed OTAs. Everyone was yeah. so fast to jump on him. They want Everybody fucking 98.5, the sports hub, was like, you know what? If they start slow, you know, they were all waiting. They were all setting they're it up. Ho- the they were all setting it up for Brady wasn't at OTAs. That's, that's why they're starting slow. It's brutal because they, they almost, like, hope for bad shit to happen. That way they, they like, call they it. They're like, it's all they fucking think about it. How about the Pats are just good? No, they want bad shit to happen, so they have good. They, so they have radio. They can't p- constantly praise a perfect team. They won't do but it. But that's what we do, and we yeah. have the highest ratings in podcast <laughs> we history. We get oh, we got over seven thousand seven <laughs> seventy thousand listens last week. Yeah, seventy thousand. <laughs> over the past three years, there's been what I don't know. 40 games played, and we've picked the Patriots as a group. In 40. <laughs> like 78 <laughs> and 2 for the Patriots. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I haven't picked against them in the history of the Malcolm Go podcast. I did it twice last year, and I, I came close once, and the other time I just looked like an idiot. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult. So um, so why no Des Bryant? That's a weird – does he – he's, he's a free agent, right? Yeah. He's politicking hard – to hard to come to the Patriots. He's like, uh, they haven't even met with him, which is weird. No, I don't even think they want to even talk to him. Yeah, I don't. Maybe he's just slow. Last year he didn't really have a good season. Maybe he's just. There's a know, reason. How much Dallas, slower could he be than Kenny Britt? You know. I don't know. And Dallas has nothing at wide receiver. Yeah. Nothing. That's the other thing. Everyone's talking about the Patriots' weapons. Yeah. Name a Philly receiver. Mike Wallace. <laughs> they have yeah, like, what no, the fuck is going on Nelson there? Nelson Argolar. I don't even know who these guys are. They suck. Yeah. And th- yet, the Pats have no receipt. It's like, no other... And they don't even have a Gronk. Yeah. It's not like they have Gronk at tight end in these shitty receivers. That's what I never get about uh, these fucking radio hosts. They're telling everybody that it's the worst wide receiver core since 2006. 2006 didn't have a tight end that yeah. could was the greatest tight end that ever played football. It, it's just... it's They foolish. literally have the great... Probably... A top five greatest offensive weapon in the history of the NFL. Yes. You, you got – there's no tight end that even compares to it. You got, like, Jerry Rice. Tony Gonzalez was good, but he wasn't – he was nothing like Gronk. No. Not even close to his athletic. Not, Ten-yard catches. could catch like that. No. He'd get 10-yard receptions. And he was playing and he against – barely could block. When they used to have, like, Zach Thomas in the yeah. middle of the field. That guy had a word. No fucking, speed safeties. Yeah. No speed linebackers. He couldn't even turn his him. neck yeah. to fucking look at our tight end. Never mind uh, – and Ro- that's what they compare. The- Gronk would have murdered those. Rob Gronkowski is a left tackle slash wa- number one wide receiver. It's insane how good he is. Yeah. He got he caught a touchdown that was he was draped by two guys, t- caught it on a back shoulder and walked over the pylon. Yeah, and just kind of tiptoes his way and puts a ball over. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. There was no reason that that play should have been completed. Um, Des Bryant. 
again, last last year, he didn't have much to give to the Dallas Cowboys. He got paid way too much for what he was doing. Um, he runs nothing but, you know, does you know fly routes, fucking comebackers. He's yeah. got no route Stop tree. Go, yeah, he's he's basically there because he's got a big strong frame. He can and get he, up. He's, yeah, he can still jump, high point the ball, but. Uh, I don't see where he would fit in on the Patriots. I, he could never figure out the offense in time. He didn't play in any type of offense like that in Dallas. That uh, that Dallas, Dak Prescott is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league that's a starter. He does not look good. He's incredibly bad. He was yeah. really bad last year, yeah. and everyone was like, oh, I hate when they do that to rookie quarterbacks. They anoint him like, yeah. oh, this guy's going to be taking Brady's spot. It's like, Part of that is because of Dallas, too. Average good year. Yeah. He, that coach sucks. Yeah, he does suck. The clapper. Yeah. Well, they just clap the whole time. Yeah. Where Pete Carroll chews gum, this guy claps the whole game. It's fucking so idea. yeah, it was two years ago. He like caught lightning in a bottle and had Ezekiel Elliott in this ridiculous avant- offensive Great line. Offensive, yeah. That just dominated, and he would just have to do play pitch and catch short balls and things like that. But now he's got no weapons. He's no got his, his, his no. bunch of his linemen are hurt, and he didn't look good. He, what did they score six points in Carolina or something? Yeah, and they, they lost like thirteen to they six. It looked bad. It yeah. was real bad. And it, speaking of that, the stupid Jacksonville almost lost to uh, their offense. They only scored one touchdown the whole game because the defense had a pick against the Giants, and they almost lost to the Giants. The Giants had the ball with five minutes left down six. Yeah, and they're a bad team too. The Giants were bad last year. I don't know if they're gonna be bad this year. I mean, Odell Beckham. Is a stud, and he yeah, dom- he dominated Jalen Ramsey at eleven catches. Jesus, Beckham and uh, Barkley instantly make that team better. Yeah, they're a lot better than they were last year. I, Eli Manning is at the end of the road. Yeah, he's 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 got nothing left. No, he's literally playing out the frame. Him and Stafford are like the same quarterback. You think so? I think Stafford's more of a gunslinger he, type. He, doesn't give a shit about where the ball goes. Just fires it. Eli a, in bad years is like that type of yeah. quarterback. Just fucking slings. 19 touchdowns, 19 interceptions, yeah. something like that. Eli always throws that. They just both, like, Eli has the championships. Yeah. But they remind me of the, because Stafford, they both can turn it on. Yeah. But they also both can be like, how is this guy even in a Eli Manning has turned his dumb fucking Down syndrome face and put in two good months of fucking NFL football in his career yeah. and stole Super Bowls from me. He, he really stole is. them from me with his. Dumb fucking big tongue. Just, uh, he's such a probably simple-minded idiot. He probably was just like... He was an afterthought Manning. Yeah. He wasn't even supposed to do anything. They had Peyton, the golden boy, and they were like, here's this dummy just wants to be like his brother. Like, and he's he just, like, tags along, and he's yeah. like, oh, you can go to Ole Miss, and you can throw footballs, and you can be picked number one too, Eli. And one's up his brother by beating Brady twice in the playoffs. It ruins his first everything. first two tries. He did a his brother sucked against Brady, and he goes in and fucking dominates Brady. I think that's why he didn't. That's why he played so good in the Super Bowl. He's, he's so fucking stupid. Yeah. He doesn't know to get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he just couldn't. He didn't know. Like Peyton Manning was smart, knew everything ins and outs of coverages. He he knew you know when he was in the big moment, he got to get a little nervous, got yeah. butterflies. Eli's too stupid. Eli, and uh. they they confuse that with uh, bravery. It's not bravery. <laughs> it's called retardation. Yeah. It's called fear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, I got a couple. Of, you you want to do some panic buttons uh, of the week? I, I got a couple panic buttons. You tell me how many panic buttons you think 
Uh, running back depth. I'm giving that two or three panic buttons this week. Honestly, after you explained it to me, yeah, that's a three panic button. There's nobody left. If You've Burkhead got, can't play, they're really in a lot of trouble. You need – because I don't think Sony Michelle is ready to go. No. Sony Michelle is – his knee makes me nervous from the beginning. I didn't know he came out with knee issues. And you also don't want to jump to uh, – Forcing a rookie into the – Who's kind of banged up, who's supposed yeah. to have a lot of talent. Like, you yeah. kind of want this guy healthy for the year. Yeah, you don't want another Robert Edwards issue where you're fucking, he's playing beach volley, peach, beach football and blows his knee out. I mean, you're going up against the best defense in the NFL on the road yeah. in a hostile environment on a team that's going to be seeking revenge. How fucking hostile can a place be when they have a fucking dumb jacuzzi yeah, in it's their not, stadium? It's, it's really not. I mean, it's the people there are not going to give a shit. No. This is the first, like, sold-out game they've had in, like, 50 years. Yeah. They're not even going to know what to show up to, the, like, go into the game. They're going to be fucking... It's going to be 60% Patriots yeah. fans anyway. Every Florida a game lot is... Of, uh, yeah, a lot of Pats fans going. Every Florida game is all pa- half Patriots yeah. fans. It's going to be like when the Pats went to, the, yeah, San Diego. It's going to be San Diego. Just like that. I don't know if it's going to be like, quite like that. I mean, Jacksonville, I don't know what their fan base is like. I'm sure it's the the, the it's ones that the last saw a good team are now 70, so it doesn't really matter. It's the panhandle of Florida. It's one of the worst parts of the country. First of all, your geography is terrible. It's not on the panhandle. It's fucking, it's just east of the panhandle. It's the same. It's literally it's on the east Florida. coast. Yeah, yeah, but it's northern Florida. It's just on the same, like the top part of Florida. That's arguably the worst part of the country. It's the pan. I'll give you the pan. Yeah, it's not the handle. <laughs> it's the pan. It's not the handle. Uh, so yeah, it's just south of Georgia. It's like, um, but it's not anything to be afraid of. I guess it's not like you're going into Seattle when the Legion yeah, of Boom was exactly. there, and it's loud as shit, and you fucking can't hear yourself think. Or Pittsburgh with the they they're when all Pittsburgh Steelers defense fans. is good. Yeah, I mean, you, this this Even is going to be Baltimore is kind of tough to play. It's it not is. Baltimore. No, it's that, no this way. Fucking, this is not a home. It's game. not a rivalry game no. like this. They have the worst. I hate Blaine Gabbert so much. Blaine Gabbert, What's Blake Bortles, you mean? Blake Bortles. Yeah, no, Blake Bortles. Blaine Gabbert is. They like style. hide him now. They they they, they gave him like twenty million dollars a year, which is what Brady makes, by the way, which is yeah, insane. So they getting paid like the same amount, and um, they like hide him. They didn't let him throw at all last week because he can't throw. It's amazing. He's awful. If you remember in the AFC Championship game, he they literally dared him to throw the whole. Yeah. He couldn't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, they they that was one. They had to come out, play a perfect game. Their defense played good enough to win. Their running back running backs played good enough to win, and they didn't they didn't cut the cord from Blake Bortles. They needed to let him fucking sling it down the field more. Yeah. Like they didn't give him the chance to do it um, because he can't. He's terrible. They had that rookie that running back last year, the fast guy. That with the Patriots up, yeah, they're third down back. Which yeah, the Patriots he, always have problem with third down backs. Yeah, like they can they game plan for the top star runner like Leonard Fournette, slowed by injury this week. Yeah, by the way. who might not play. I'm I'm betting he's gonna you play. Think he's gonna play. Yeah, what he has like a, he has like a tight hamstring or something. I'm telling you, those things the hamstrings are the worst. You'd rather have tape up an ankle than deal with a hamstring. I don't know anything about hamstring injuries. Never done it. <laughs> You will count these. You don't stretch. You don't pull a muscle. It doesn't matter to us. We're too yeah. strong. Built like bulls. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm nervous about the wide, the running back depth. Um, next, injuries. I'm giving it two. On the same, on the same plane as the running back depth, I'm giving it two uh, panic buttons. Who got injured? Well, Jeremy Hill got injured. Um, Burkhead, right? We lost 
Burkhead is injured. Um, I think those might be it, but yeah. it's it's early on. Yeah, it's a, it's a little They're bit. They're catching but I'm up not to too you. Worried. I mean, I don't I'm, know. I thought they I'm, actually stayed relatively healthy. Besides losing Hill, who's kind of sucked, but everything everything else was solid. I don't. I'm not putting a panic button. There. Not putting a panic button. I got a panic button on the running game. One panic button. I don't have a panic button on that either. You don't really. No. They couldn't gain a yard. They were fucking. They couldn't. Didn't Burkhead rush for like eighty? I think he did like seventy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought on eighteen. I thought they actually did decently. Now you're missing Burkhead. That if he can you run that. with James White? No, not particularly. <laughs> no, you can't at all. Yeah, he doesn't I have guess, the field vision like that. I just that. think uh, Devlin makes a running game so fucking so good. He makes yeah. He's, he makes it like he's just a lead blocking machine. machine. Yeah, he is. He's a robot. Like he's got his fucking cowboy collar yeah. on, and he just lays lumber on just linebackers. Just run right into his back every time, and he puts a hat on a hat. <laughs> hat on a hat. Hat on a hat. Okay, here's I got four panic buttons for this one. Kickoff coverage, kick return game. Terrible this week. Worst I've seen in a couple of years. Their kickoff coverage, they were giving up routinely the 35-yard line. I honestly didn't even really... You didn't recognize that. No. Well, see, I'm well, all three phases, Tyler. <laughs> well, I watch all three phases. Here's the thing. I was at work, so I was watching the game while working, and that was like the time... How can you work me. during NFL football? It's a bar. You're just, I'm basically drinking, except I'm, I'm just on the other side. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, so anyway, they were routinely giving up the 30-yard line to the 35 each time. Um, this is where your loss of fucking Brandon Bolden is yeah. huge. The fucking loss they of Jeremy Hill is King huge. King is gone, right? He was a good special team for us. King, Brandon. No, he's safety. on the team still. He's still there? Yeah. He's, he was the one making the tackles. Nobody yeah. else was. Yeah. Uh, the kick return game, you know, we were supposed to be, you know, finally uh, the veil was going to be drawn on the Cordell Patterson yeah. movement where he was going to n- not be able to be stopped. The whole reason they got Patterson is because he could run. Uh, he had the highest kickoff return average in NFL history. That was supposed to be unveiled. Yeah, Didn't it wasn't happen. Impressive. There was nothing different. My it literally looked the same as every other year, just with a different person. My favorite kick return in the last five years was uh, well, Garrett Blount. Oh my God! Watching him, you you just look at him like, what is? He looks like a fucking just rolling like the slowest kickoff yeah. return, and then he'd get like seventy yards. His like, breakaway speed was incredible. Like, like when they do those like. Uh, you know, like zero to ten to yeah. four. Like he probably is one of the slowest running backs to in the 10. league to ten yeah. yards. Yeah, and then one of the fastest from ten to sixty. It's yeah. He, he was, had a weird breakaway speed for someone that big. He was such an uh, uh, enigma to me. Like I'd be, I'd be like, I hate watching him run because it'd be like, like you said, zero to ten yards was like fucking uh, the slowest thing you've ever yeah. seen. I cannot think of any fucking uh, any. Uh, there's nobody like right now. Yeah. I don't know any other running back who's who's big and slow and then has that breakaway speed. It just you doesn't just really roll to the line and then be like, why didn't he get tackled? And then be like, boom, fucking these fifty yards down yeah. the field. What just happened? And he could juke guys in the open yeah. field. He'd stiff arm them. He'd Jump run them, them over. Yeah, he'd do whatever. His second stint in New England was probably better than his first stint. Yeah, he was uh, breaking away fifty yard runs left and right. He had that like didn't he have like seventeen touchdowns one year? Yeah, he, oh, his, like, I think his second time when they got him back from Pittsburgh, yeah. he was just pounding him into yeah. the end zone. Um, so kickoff coverage, that's something to watch because that was really a problem for them this week. They're, def- they're kicking it, you know, Especially Gostowski kicks it, puts it right on the one-inch line, which is 
phenomenal. Yeah. I don't even know how you do that. Like every how do you tra- time. How do you train your body to literally hit it at the fucking goal line every single time? I don't know. But he does it. And not like you would expect every team in the league to do, but maybe the kickers just can't do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, it's it's amazing to me. Um my next one, tailgate weather. I'm putting a panic button on tailgate weather. It was cold on Sunday. It was a bit chilly. A little chilly. I I had a t-shirt on and my bucket hat. I was all Malcolm goat up. I was ready to do an outdoor podcast. I was like, it's a little chilly out here. It was 57 degrees in the in the. uh, It was a bit nippy. And we talked to a lot of Houston folks. Uh, They were awful nice coming over. They were very nice. Yeah, so they were coming up, chatting me up, and uh, I felt like such an. Idiot, because you know that they have like the greatest tailgates in the south. Yeah, like every southern place is the best. I'm grilling on my little Coleman uh, homo grill that I uh, bought from Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> they're like, they're like, y'all don't use charcoal. <laughs> they're asking me all barbecue questions. I was like, no, I got this little propane tank. They're like, y'all don't make ribs. I'm like, no, I don't make ribs. I got these steak tips and chickens. I got a couple wings I bought at the supermarket before yeah. I came if you want some. We have hot dogs, but no buns. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> what are we going to do that? We're, we're in ca- carb-restrictive diet. <laughs> yeah. Um, we made these handy spinach wraps. You want a you wanna spinach wrap? <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. The, these fucking 300-pound Houston behemoths were like, just you could just tell that they were shitting on our tailgate the whole time. Yeah. They're like, so that's a Coleman grill. That's not one of them big green eggs? They were actually, I talked to, uh, yeah, the Houston fans were weird all weekend. The They were either a mix of, like, the nicest old people of all time. Yeah. But the young guys I met were fucking douchebags. They were all, like, just, like, you remember what happened to you last year when the fucking Houston came here? I was like, yeah, they fucking they lost. lost. <laughs> they almost won? Is that what you want? Like, that doesn't mean anything. Almost won. So, yeah, because it was a weird weekend because the Astros played the Red Sox and then the uh, Patriots played the Texans in the same a weekend. A lot of Houston fans. The only reason you couldn't really tell is because they're the exact same colors. Yeah. So, so there, were the a lot of, the same. there were a lot of Texans fans there. Yeah. Uh, no, like, noise whatsoever. Like, no. they didn't bring any anything to the thing the only the only thing was the tailgate disrespect <laughs> which i respect i i completely yeah. am on board with them i wish i could have a giant fucking buick as a uh a grill with the, f- the you open up the hood and it's yeah, just a grill. And yeah. Ten thousand racks of ribs on there i wish i could do that i don't i don't have it anymore tyler yeah. i'm 32 going on 33 i can barely wake up in the morning my, without a, my ass aching my my tailgate method now is fucking i go with mainly you just get the beers but then I go with a Santoro sub and a box yeah. of Cheez-Its, and I call it a day. I bring water. I bring water to the game now. I'm like, well, we gotta, you know, we gotta hydrate, yeah. guys. If we don't hydrate, we're See, not gonna the, enjoy the game. Even though it's cloudy, you can <laughs> still get a sunburn. So, <laughs> guys, block up, fellas. Lather up. This is SPF 70. <laughs> um, so, next one, my panic button of the week is backing up shit talk. Jalen Ramsey, can he back up his shit talk? Yeah, honestly. I do. I like when the other team talks shit, but then I don't because I really don't want it to come true. It's so rare. So it's, you know, this is a different thing because this is play. This is a direct shot at a player. Yeah. He goes right at Gronkowski. He says that he's not as good as everyone says he is, which is insane. What do you uh, say about? Do you say anything about Brady? I think I he said Brady is. Uh, he's good, but not great, or something like that. Where he's like, uh, but it's just Jalen Ramsey. He 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 might have jumped the shark when he said that he could play in the NHL in six months. 
He said that? Yeah. He, I think hilarious. he jumped. I think he jumped the shark. That almost makes me like him. There's <laughs> no way he could even get on the ice in six months. Like, He's just look, basically look at looking at it like, these fucking white boys stink. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> what it is. I've been against white boys my whole life and everything. You think yeah. I can't beat them in that, too? It's exactly <laughs> what he thinks. That's hilarious. Uh, I love it. <laughs> there's no way he wouldn't be out there with two milk crates in six months no. still trying to fucking yeah. put his little uh, newborn fawn ankles shaking. Yeah. Do that move when the skates are just completely sideways both ways. Tying them up on your ankles. Zero percent chance that he could even learn to skate in six months. I'm actually. Why are we even giving it credence? Like, there's an actual possibility. Like, this person could be in the NHL in six months. He says, "Um, I think I. What I hate the most is shit talk that is, like you said, comes true. There's no possible way I can handle it. I can't handle when somebody talks shits about my team because it's so rare. I can think of one time." Like the 2011 Jets, uh, or the 2009 Jets talked shit. Rex Ryan, Revis, like called Brady and Belichick an asshole, and Cromartie. Those are fucking good. They came and they beat the Patriots at home after the Patriots beat them 45 to three during the season at home. Um, That was the only time I could think of a team talking shit about the Patriots and then them coming and actually backing it up. Yeah, that that was a that was a tough one. It requires a certain amount of swagger, which I think that the Jaguars have, which and makes me nervous. For sure, a thing you can only do on defense. Yes, you can't like Brady can't start talking shit. They, you never hear offenses talk shit really. Maybe a receiver say he's going to go. Receivers off, will talk never, shit. Brady like, will talk shit. Who? Brady talks shit. Not to. Oh, not in the, the media on the yeah. field. He'll oh, talk for shit. Sure, yeah. like an animal. Well, they all yeah. Edelman talks shit like a yeah. fucking savage constantly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but defenses talking shit is the only, I feel like it's the only time it ever works because it's a pastime when you shut down another team, it's like so demoralizing. Yeah. It's just different than scoring a bunch of them. That's true too. Yeah. It, the, the greatest like shit talking moments were like Anthony Smith, shout out Anthony Smith, econ one one partner, Syracuse university, 2003, um, talk shit said that they, um, in 2007, you know, the perfect season year that the Steelers were going to beat the Patriots in Foxborough, and they proceeded to throw fucking bomb after bomb yeah. over his head. I think they scored three touchdowns on him that day, and Brady got right in his face. And even Belichick, after the, after the game, was like, uh, he said, we played a lot better safeties than him. <laughs> like, uh, that is a t- Pittsburgh actually routinely says that Brady isn't shit. And then yeah, they Pittsburgh, him. yeah. And then they haven't lost to Pittsburgh Sherman since fucking 1989. Sherman beat – they lost to Seattle twice in Seattle. Sher- remember Sherman was talking shit yes, to Brady after that. the game? He did, like, the meme, like, yeah. the you mad bro. That was yeah. the big thing. He ran you, up to him. You okay. mad bro. And then, um, then of course, Be- Brady beat his ass in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, didn't really matter. So, Jags secondary, Jags defense. Two tough tasks this week. Yeah. I mean, it is going to be difficult. I just – think they're going to find ways to score. Even if they just score 21, I think that's all they're going to You think need. that's going to be enough? Oh, I think it's going to be 20. I think this Jaguars offense is bad. And I could, I wouldn't even be surprised if the Pats defense starts scoring. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see the Patriots defense take the next step. I mean, I there's no wide receiver on Jacksonville that scares you. Yeah. There's not a – I mean, they got like Keelan Cole. I mean, that's, I that's, like a, that's a number three receiver. And they the have a – I mean, that's your top guy. Even though the Pats' defense has been good uh, with holding teams to points, like they have one of the best in the past few years of like not scoring points, whatever. They've always been that. They've never won games. 
Like, you never like, oh, the defense won that one. It's ne- and they're a, like, I think this defense could actually Not win since games 2004. Soon. No, they haven't done that in forever. Maybe, maybe 2014, maybe some of those Revis years. Yeah, the 2014 was, defense was really good. That was and, a legit defense, and yeah. they could win you games. But this one feels like... Like, the defense is going to start scoring points, and they're going to start shutting people out. Yeah, like, 2000. And this is the perfect offense to shut out. It would be perfect to go down there and just fucking shut them down, win, win like, 14 nothing, 17 yeah. to nothing. 17-3, um, something stupid where yeah. they just don't even do anything. Just keep there. them on their side of the yeah. field the whole game. That's um, what, honestly, like, special teams is going to have to be huge, and they don't really seem like they Three phases. Three phases. They could really do it. I mean, I'm, I'm not intimidated at all by the Jacksonville offense. Um, obviously the defense scares the shit out of me with our lack of wide receiver depth right now and lack of running back depth right now. Uh, you know, they're going to have Jalen Ramsey on Gronkowski one versus one. Yeah. I mean, one versus one, who says that the one V one, isn't that some fucking video game? I don't know. I don't know why it's the first time I've ever said that my whole (laughs) life, (laughs) but I'm just trying to think back to last year, the changing, I guess the offense, their offensive line seems better. They're gonna have Gronk instead of Brandon Cooks and Amendola, and that's what kills you, though, is you need same. to be able to kick those quick routes, and you know the quick like a uh, little break in the zones, just like, set. a quick in, a quick stop. You know, last year they killed them with the comebacks, yeah, which was like ten yards comeback, yeah, ten it, yards it's like comeback. Three, that's the best. It's yeah. worked every single. Brandon Cooks at like Cooks was fucking money with that. Yeah, Cooks just killed them with that's his best route. And they killed him all game with it. And the Dorsett's going to have to run that this this week. It's and Hogan, he can actually run these pretty well. Hogan got shut out. I think he doesn't have the year. speed to, to. He's got long speed, but I don't think yeah. he gets into it quick enough. He doesn't. No. He uh, doesn't threaten you deep. It so might be interesting to see if they can get Corey Coleman in there to run that route because that's like be something he's really good at. Yeah, he just can, run two routes. Just yeah. run a sideline or or a fucking. Corey Coleman, I you know, most of the scouting reports I said. I read where um, that he eats up the cor- the cornerback's cushion faster than they've ever seen. Like that's he can, legit. Yeah, so like he, he's got the quickest feet and turnover and that you've ever seen. How are they gonna put Ramsey on Gronk? They're gonna play cover three with just what one guy over Gronk. That's I, their defense, right? They yeah, run that Seattle they run defense. The cover three, yeah. How? What does he mean? He's gonna shut Gronk down? I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna man him up on Gronkowski. Is what I think they're gonna do the in whole this, game. Just try to yeah. play what some different defense they don't play. Yeah, who knows? No, maybe they play the cover three, but just play man on Gronk, some type of hybrid. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they're gonna try and change something up and fuck it up. I don't know. I'm not. Again, uh, maybe I'm overconfident. I just feel like the Pats are more ready for this game than the Jaguars are. I don't. I, these are the games that scare at home. Four o'clock. I think it's a national game. Yeah, Romo uh, again. Romo yeah, was Romo. actually great this week to listen to. They feel like they got fucking fucked over because of that Dion Lewis fumble. They still think they got fucked over by the the refs and that. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's why they're gonna lose. Instead of blaming so? themselves and say we could have played better, they blame the refs. So yeah. you're fucking you're done as a team. The only way I I don't know I I have this is a big week for McDaniel's. I think he's gonna have to come up with yeah. like an unbelievable offensive attack to win this game he didn't do anything special last week he was just good yeah. but uh, i think if they have some plays I, I i don't know this could be a big one where they might start pulling out some trick plays just because it would be huge to beat jacksonville if jacksonville's actually good later down the season have that win over them so yeah i don't know if they're gonna take i i predicted them to take a little bit of a step back um from the whatever they were like 10 and 6 last year or something like that. Yeah. I thought they're going to be like 9 and 7 something like that. But they I didn't watch any of their game last week. But 
I just feel like this game, even if they're going to be average the rest of the year, I feel like they're going to be, you know, hundred percent this this game. They're going to yeah. be going full speed ahead, just trying to get that revenge. Um, the biggest thing for me is, it's still it's still week two. There's no Edelman, and there's none of that quick passing game that they have. I mean, then Hogan doesn't run those quick passes. Dorsett, I haven't seen do it. Nobody is a zone beater right now. Nobody can get no. into those soft cushions. Like, well, we haven't seen it yet, anyway. Well, they're sure going to be they in can. trouble if uh, if Burkhead doesn't play. Then yeah. they're going to be in trouble. But I think if he's healthy, I think they have enough pieces. You can move White around enough. You can get them both on the field. Even when Devlin's on the field, they always expose. They always somehow. They find some weakness. Yeah, either run the ball or they set them up perfectly because you have to play a different defense when he's on the field. Him and Gronk are on the field. Yeah. It changes everything. And then they go five wide with that, too. So it's just, the defense, the offensive line needs to be able, needs to give Brady time all game. Yeah. They did awesome with that in the AFC Championship game. They have to do it again on the road in yeah. a hostile environment. This would be pretty impressive if they have another good game. Yeah. To start out with Houston, Jacksonville, great D-line. Doesn't get tougher than that. And just dominate like yeah. they did last game. Hopefully Cannon's ready to go because they really need him to play a full game. Yeah. I mean, that almost burnt him last game because they really stopped moving the ball. Well, Adrian Waddle is is you know he's an average at best backup. So yeah, he's not. He, he, he can be your guy like, for a couple plays. He can't play a whole half. He just has those big like robot feet that every time he takes a, takes a step, it's like clunk 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 clunk. He doesn't like, look. He doesn't good. look very athletic. No. Even Trent Brown for being six eight three eighty. Looks athletic. Yeah, he's he, just like a smooth big he man. He pounds yeah. people's chest and he's he just stops them right in their track. Um, I mean, keys to winning this game, stopping their run game, make Bortles try and beat you yeah. with their wide receivers. I don't see anybody in their wide receivers that scares me. I think, honestly, I think they, they need to score on defense, and I think they're going to do it. You think they need to score on defense to win? Yeah. Not well, to win, but... Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, they're gonna win, make yeah. Bortles be Bortles. He he lacks great weapons. Well, he, he doesn't he, have anything that you know, other than Fournette, who's now got a little hamstring injury. I mean, wh- who else does he Yeldon, have? Yeldon's solid backup. I mean, they're not like it's not a huge drop off at running back. Yeah. So they're just gonna stop the run game, and I think they will. And they're just gonna pound the box and more contained rushes. It'd be interesting to see how good uh is the it's the Bentley biggest week is. in Jacksonville in twenty years. <laughs> Easily, <laughs> that's all there is. It, it is. <laughs> Probably since the last time the Pats played in Jacksonville in the divisional game. Yeah. Because they went to Buffalo, and, I mean, they went to Pittsburgh, so they didn't play at home. They haven't had a home game like this that mattered in 20 since, years. Since why, somebody, uh, fucking why am I getting a text message? Mark Brunel was there. I don't know what just happened. Um, so, yeah, now that just threw me right, right off my track. Um, so I want I I want to believe the Patriots are ready. I don't know yet. I had I had this game penciled in as a loss from the minute I saw the schedule. Jesus, I'm not the minute I saw the schedule. I, just, um, I don't see the Patriots. It was like last week. Like I, I just I'm in the same mindset that the Pats are just better than. The, I just think the Patriots better. are too undermanned on offense right now. I don't, I don't think, think they matters. have enough anything ready. I don't think that I I look if I was a Jacksonville podcaster and I looked across. And I saw Chris Hogan and yeah. and Philip Dorsett as your wide receivers, and you got AJ Bouye and Jalen Ramsey. I wouldn't be scared at all. You know, you want to know what the difference is? Is if Brady was playing on Jacksonville this week, yeah. we would be looking at these guys like, how the fuck are they going to stop any of the? Their wide receivers are going to kill us. Yeah. Like, it's just Brady is just that much better. 
He's just he, it's not even close how much better of a quarterback he is. He's gonna fucking than Bortles, dunk. yeah, it's, of course. So I'm, I think that alone is like such a step up. It doesn't matter how good their defense is, Brady's still gonna beat it. All right, I believe you. What are you gonna? What are you picking for a score? I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna go twenty-two to three. Oh Jesus Christ! I look. I think Brady makes it a game. He always does. He's not gonna get blown out. I still. I think they're gonna lose seventeen to fourteen. Oh Jesus! I, did you pick a loss last week? Or did Vince did? No, right? I didn't pick him to lose. Vince might have. Oh, I don't pick Vance. This is the first time I've ever picked the Patriots to lose on the Malcolm Go podcast. Oh, this means I'm almost more confident they're gonna win. Okay, <laughs> everybody relax. So um, that's gonna do it. I'm gonna wrap it up on the Malcolm Go podcast. Um, so as always, follow us on Twitter at Malcolm Go Pod at Brady Disciple. Um, questions and comments send a Malcolm Go podcast at gmail dot com. And um, as always, we'll get after it. And t- Tyler, you got anything to plug? Uh, just the Malcolm Go. Let's fucking get. Yeah. Tell a friend. How about that? Yeah, bring him on. We got a couple good emailers. I got a co- couple conversations with fans around the world. But, uh, you know, keep it up. Let's get this thing growing. Uh, I got a fucking frog in my throat about to start choking. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Go Pets. Do your job. All right? Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw, and here's the play by Mike Brayle. Snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri moves a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over! And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The best team of the world! Hey! Did it! I love you, man. Did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.